Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. This is going to be episode 53, Gunshot Wound D, Autopsy of Lindbergh Sanders. Office of the Chief Medical Examiner, case number Alpha 8336, Autopsy Report, Lindbergh Sanders. Black male, 49 years of age. County Medical Examiner J.T. Francisco, District Attorney General, Honorable Hugh Stanton, Jr. Anatomical Diagnosis. Number one, gunshot wound to left wrist. Entry at gunshot wound A, fracture of left radius. Exit at gunshot wound B, bullet fragments recovered. Number two, gunshot wound grazed to head at gunshot wound C. Number three, gunshot wound to head, entry at gunshot wound D, bullet and bone fragments traversing brain, fragments recovered. Number four, multiple skull fractures, secondary to number three. Cause of death, gunshot wound to head. Narrative of findings. This 49-year-old black male died as a result of a single high-velocity, small-caliber gunshot wound to the head, producing extensive injury to the top half of the brain. The gunshot wounds to the left wrist and left forehead are consistent with large-caliber, 38-caliber gunshot wounds occurring some 24 to 36 hours prior to death i.e., at the time of the initial exchange of gunfire on the evening of Tuesday, January 11, 1983. Blood alcohol level is negative. The urine drug screen is positive for the presence of tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the active ingredient in marijuana. This autopsy is being performed by Dr. Harlan. Autopsy protocol, autopsy number Alpha 8336. Name Lindbergh Sanders, black male, age 49. Pathologist, Drs. Francisco Bell Harlan. Final pathological diagnosis. Primary series, one, multiple gunshot wounds. Gunshot wound to left wrist, entry at gunshot wound A, fracture of left radius, exit at gunshot wound B, bullet traversing from volar to extensor surfaces, bullet fragments recovered. B, gunshot wound grazed ahead at gunshot wound C, 65 inches above heel. C, gunshot wound ahead, entry at gunshot wound D, 69 and a half inches above heel, bullet fragments and bone fragments traversing brain, top half of cerebral hemispheres, fragments recovered, traversing anterior, posterior, right to left, superior to inferior, partial exit at gunshot wound E, 63 inches above heel, one, multiple skull fractures. Secondary series, atherosclerosis. 
generalized minimal. Number two, retention cyst left kidney. Laboratory findings, urine alcohol negative. Blood drug screen positive for amitriptyline and nortriptyline. Urine alcohol negative. Urine drug screen positive for amitriptyline, mortriptyline, and tetrahydrocannabinol. Skeletal diagram here. Dr. Harlan's regurgitating the gunshot wounds. The wound chart showing the gunshot wounds, locations on the body. Now, the ones you see that have the blue dot by them, those are the gunshots that came from a 38 caliber pistol, which would have almost certainly been fired by Officer Norton. I believe you can look at his statement in Episode 7. Wound chart showing the path of the gunshot wound from the M16 bullet. Lungs sections show marked vascular dilatation and congestion with mild diffuse alveolar space collapse. There are numerous golden brown macrophages in alveolar spaces. Some lymphatics contain anthracotid pigment. Brain sections show areas of disruption of parenchyma with associated intraparenchymal and paravascular hemorrhage. Gunshot wound A, left wrist. Sections show disruption of epidermis and dermis with coagulation of dermal collagen and hemorrhage into dermis and subcutaneous adipose tissue. There is a diffuse polymorphonuclear leukocytic infiltration of dermis and subcutaneous adipose tissue, primarily composed of neutrophils and eosinophils. There is some basophilic degeneration of dermal collagen. There is an organizing thrombus in an artery. The thrombus characterized by early formation of lines of zon, which is attached to the arterial endothelial surface. Gunshot wound C, left forehead graze. Sections show disruption of epidermis and dermis with coagulation of dermal collagen hemorrhage into subcutaneous adipose tissue and dermis, and formation of a dermal eschar. Contained within the eschar are fragments of epidermis, dermis, adipose tissue, dermis with basophilic degeneration, and numerous polymorphonuclear leukocytes, primarily neutrophils. There is a diffuse infiltrate of neutrophils and eosinophils in skeletal muscle and subcutaneous adipose tissue. Gunshot wound D, top of head. Sections show disruption of epidermis and dermis with coagulation of dermal collagen, hemorrhage and subcutaneous adipose tissue, and deposition of particles of granular black material in subcutaneous adipose tissue. Recommendation and order for autopsy. Remember, this is the governmental forum that's advising the next of kin that there's going to be an autopsy on the deceased person. You can see this one is filled out on Lindbergh Sanders. His wife, Dorothy, is the one that signed off saying uh, 
She is aware of the impending autopsy, 11 a.m. on January 14th. Looks like uh, B.O. Wheeler, Sergeant Wheeler, went out and had this one signed. So evidently that was his duty to go around and get the signatures on these next-of-kin documents. And then at the bottom you can see each office that's going to get a copy. Now the one thing I let me point out now while I'm even thinking about it, I cannot find a consent to autopsy form that Miss Sanders would have signed. So I don't know if it was signed and it was lost from the file when I had the copy made or if I somehow lost it or, or what exactly. A year later, Miss Sanders refused to sign it. Uh, obviously, she can do that. She can refuse to sign the consent. She, in fact, she could refuse to sign this document as well. So I'm not really sure why it's missing from the file, folks. If I find it, I'll try to get it back in there. Report of investigation by County Medical Examiner. It's on Lindbergh Sanders. As you can see, top left, Got it highlighted in red, Foxtrot 6, F6. That was the designation identification number for Lindbergh Sanders before they got a positive ID. You can see here type of death marked as violent, comments, shooting, notification by homicide. In other words, homicide is the one that, that called the ME's office and Dr. Harlan was next in rotation, evidently, and he made the scene. See here, middle of the page, the little body chart, all the markings of the gunshot wounds. And down at the bottom, you've got probable cause of death, gunshot wound ahead, manner of death, marked homicide. Signed off on by Dr. Harlan. Certificate of Death. Lindbergh Sanders. He was born September 19, 1933, born in Memphis, City of Memphis Hospital. He was from Mississippi, born in Mississippi. In fact, I think the town was Drew, Mississippi. Married, wife's name Dorothy Thomas. He was a cement mason. In fact, he helped uh, work on the Raleigh Springs Mall back in the day when they were building it. Father's name, Lonnie Sanders. Mama's name was Lucille Anderson. J.O. Patterson's funeral home that handled the remains caused a deaf gunshot wound to the head. It is marked as a homicide. Victim was shot. Homicide analysis sheet. This is the one on Lindbergh Sanders. Dated on the 13th. Of course, gives the date, the time, location of the where the homicide occurred. Weapon used, M16 rifle. You see a fender's name, MPD, police officers. I don't know if I've pointed that out before, but that's listed on all the, each one of the analysis sheets. Obviously, because MPD officers took the life of all seven suspects. So, of course, they're listed as the suspects because they're the ones that uh, committed the homicide. The question now is, the investigation will determine whether it was a justified homicide or it was a criminal homicide for which they can be prosecuted for. 
At the bottom, you see the master file number and the homicide number. And at the bottom, Sergeant Holly again filled out all the sheets. Here we have a wound chart, head wound, and then the wound to the left arm. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up this episode. We've got one more autopsy to do. Now, the next autopsy, number seven, that will also involve bullet wounds from not only the TAC unit, but also from a uniformed patrol officer. In that particular case, it's going to be R.B. Summers, the lieutenant. But we'll get into that one next time. Folks, I do appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all hanging in there with me. We'll be back in a few days, and till then, I'll see you down the road. Mm-hmm.